It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central, can you show me in pursuit? But sometimes it is. Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around, look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Come in 0.5. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Rich. Um, Jason is tinkling at the moment. He had to go to the powder room. <laughs> uh, he should be back here in a minute. And uh, we are joined today by Renix. What's going on? This is code 0.5. So, yeah. Say something, Renix. Say something profound. Come on. Just The people are listening. Me off guard. The people are listening. You need to say something like, like something like Vince Lombardi would say, or like Wayne Gretzky, or I'm something. That, I'm not that smart. Why don't we get off and start up out? Start on talking about your story that you got. Well, I guess, man, it's not really a. I just thought it was like kind of interesting seeing what was going on with it, but um, it was like a couple Saturdays ago when I was on call. I got dispatched out because uh, they were saying that somebody was out screaming help. So. Well, here he is. There he is. <laughs> so. Uh, Just put that ugly face right there in the, in the camera. I don't ah. want to hear it. You got a big old roll in the back hey, of your hey, head. You leave my roll alone. Hey, yeah. I got one too. Damn it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, dispatch was saying that uh, they had somebody outside screaming for help. And so this is at like two o'clock in the morning. So I drag ass up, get dressed, and I go driving around. <laughs> and uh, you're a bastard. I end up locating this guy, and uh, Why I know him. Why does he call me names for? I know out of nowhere. The camera can't see me giving him the finger. No, I don't know. You just gave yourself away. <laughs> no. Okay, okay, go ahead. Oh no, I forgot where I was at. Oh, dispatch uh, called you. This dude, uh, this dude, and I mean, like, he's not—he's not a bad dude. Like, we don't have a lot of dealings with him or nothing, you know. Um, he pretty much kind of keeps to himself, but we're not on a, you know, like a hundred percent. I guess you would say like a jovial relationship. I mean, you say hi in passing or whatever, but he doesn't like go out of his way, you know, to talk to to talk to law enforcement. Um, I mean, he's got a couple of friends and whatnot, but uh. Anyway, so this guy's outside and he's like, he's on the ground and he's like screaming for help. And so I get out thinking, man, maybe he's having a heart attack or something. And I go to walk up on him and I'm like, yo, man, what's going on? I'm going to call him, uh, I call him Frankie. So I'm like, hey, Frankie, what's going on? And he's, he's continues. And I'm like, man, something ain't right. What is that? Oh. Talking shit. I see. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm trying to find out what's going on. And then I realized very, very quickly that this is not the gentleman that I am used to dealing with. Um, and so just kind of a past thing, this guy, this guy has a history of like seizures and whenever he has one, like he'll come out of it and he'll be just, just, I mean, just pissed. I mean, he'll be vulgar and, 
it's F you and get the F away from me. And I mean, it's, he's like a hundred percent and he doesn't, he won't answer. He's a hundred percent completely just combative. I mean, it's bad. related to my wife. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm trying to talk to him and find out what's going on. And then I realize, you know, I'm like, Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe this is what's going on. And then like, he stops from, you know, screaming for help. And then he like kind of rolls into a ball and he's like, I want my mom. So I'm like, what's wrong, man? What's going on, Frankie? And he's still not answering me. Well, I try to, I start to walk up on him and he looks at me and he's like in that, in that trance. No, it's not really a trance, but he's in that pissed off stage now. And it's like, get the F away from me. You get the F out of here. You go. I don't like, dude, I'm just trying to make sure you're all right. Like what's going on? And he's cussing me and you know, it just is a freaking bad deal. Well, then he stops, goes completely quiet. And I look and like his eyes are fluttering and stuff. So then I'm like, Oh crap, he's actively seizing. And so I'm like, okay, um, central start me medical. This guy's seizing. And then he comes out of that and again goes to the, the wasn't really calling for help, but he was like, he gets up on his, on his knees and he's like screaming at the sky, you know, telling God he needs more time. Like, give me more time. You owe me more time. Uh, you know, you said I had more time than this and all this other stuff. And I'm like, it's all right, man. We, you know, you'll be okay. You know, everything's going to be cool. And then he comes out of that and goes into the, into the mean one. And then he comes out of that and he goes into the, you know, the crying one and wanting his mom. And then he like stops and he gets this look on his face like a, like a, what the hell is going on? Look. And I'm like, Frankie. And he looks at me and he's like, what? Oh, I need to, I need to go inside. And I'm like, bro, like, no, you need to get checked out. Like we need, we got medical on the way. Like, I don't know what's going on, man, but no, I've never seen it. And this is probably a good 20 minute period that all that had gone on. Damn. And I'm like, he just, he just wanted to go inside and it's cold. It's probably about 30 degrees. And he's like in a t-shirt and barefoot. And I'm like, man, let's, you know, get medical here and get you checked out because something is something is bad wrong. And he said, no, I just want to go inside. I'm like, well, look, man, they're they're fixing to be here. You know, we'll get it all taken care of. We'll get it all squared away. And he's like, no, I just want to go inside. I'm like, well, let them get here. And I keep trying to talk to him. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, well, when they get here, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, just just feel hear me out on this. You you should talk to the, the medical guys. No. I just want to go to bed. It's like, okay. And he gets up and he starts like going into his, his apartment. And so I, I get him over there and I talk to him for another, you know, 25 minutes. And he just, no, I just, I just want to go to sleep. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got you out here. I'm sorry. All this happened. It's like, okay. Are you sure? No, nah, I just, I just want to go to bed. So I'm like still trying to call a family member. And let them know what's going on because maybe they can talk him into going. And uh, I couldn't get a hold of anybody. And so I'm like, okay, man, we'll, like, I'll come by and check on you in the morning. And so I, I make sure he's good to go and close the door and everything and go on my way. I told Central he's declining medical. 
So about four o'clock in the morning, I get another call. Same thing. Like, oh, crap. And so I get out there and it's same thing. I mean, it's but it's bad, really bad. I mean, he's in like a lot of distress when he's when he's hollering at God, you know, hollering at the sky. Uh, I mean, just begging, crying, pleading. I mean, you would think, you know, the Lord was standing right there or something the way he was. And then, dude, he like he would fall out of it. And then he'd come back up and he would be, I mean, growling, like swiping, cussing, almost foaming at the mouth. Like a rabid dog? He wasn't barking, but I mean, he was very, it was very animalistic Hmm. is the only way to describe it. And like, then he, he fell out of it and then he, he curled up into a ball. So I'm like, nah, screw this. He's going to the hospital. And so I, I get medical out there. And of course, by the time by the time they get out there, he's come out of it again and he wants to go back in his house. And at this time I'm like, yo, Frankie, no, nah, man. No. Nah. Because this this time was about 30 minutes of this entire cycle. Jeez. I'm like, dude, no. Like you have got to go to the hospital. And he's, you know, still trying to say no. And I'm like, dude, I can't, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm fixing a call, whoever I can call, but we got to get you like We've got to get you checked out. And uh, so they finally show up. Well, he starts going back into this. He actively seizes, and they're standing there watching. And then he starts going into this cycle all over again. So they're not even trying to help him while he's There's nothing you can do when somebody's having a seizure, though. I mean, you just kind of got to kind of gotta let it ride, you know? Just make sure they don't hurt themselves, but you don't hold them down or nothing. Right. You just got to make sure that you just got to let it ride. And so they're sitting there, you know, they're watching and they're like, oh, dang. And then he comes out of it, but he's in that animalistic mode. And like, I mean, thousand yard stare, eyes glaring. I mean, you thought this dude turned into the fucking wolf man. It was, it was insane. And then he, he like fell out of it again and then came back and he was like talking to God or whoever. And anyway, this entire time I'm trying to get him to get on the gurney and he won't do it. Well, finally he rolls into one where he's like himself again. And we were able to get him up on the gurney and get him transported and stuff. But it was the, because, you know, medical calls are scary anyway, and it really sucks when somebody's having a seizure because there's nothing you can really do. But then when you're trying to assess them afterwards and you have something like that going on, that's what got me was the the cycle of, and it wasn't the exact same cycle every time, but it was one of those, I guess, persona. I don't know what you would call it, but it was one of those. It was not the original guy the one you could talk to. And when he would come out of it, he had no recollection of any of it. Nothing. I mean, he would talk. He was just fine. Like the normal guy you see on the street and stuff. But when he was in that cycle of things, it was, dude, it was crazy. Like I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've dealt with him a couple of times before and, it's, I mean, it's like you say, you know, in one of his phases, he's kind of like the, you leave me alone. I just want to go to bed. And that's how it's been every time I've dealt with him. Yeah. Even when medical shows up, he, he's declining medical and everything. Yeah. Which, 
I mean, even in that, I mean, he's still, I don't know. Cause, and it's, it's one of those deals where like, you know, they need to go, mm-hmm. but if they're just declining, the medical's not going to take them. You know, if they're steady, no, I'm not going, no, I'm not going. Then you're just, Wait, you're just kind of beat, but it, I was, I was pretty, able to get him talked into going. So that was good. Which that, that's what impresses me the most is that you were actually able to get him to go. Well, I don't I don't know. He was he was in the hospital for a while. I think he's still in the hospital, actually. Mm. So I'm kind of checking up on him there. But yeah, I just it wasn't necessarily you know the medical, the seizure end of it. It was what happened after the seizures, because it was like what's that movie? Uh, dang it! It was like a big movie by like M Night Shyamalan, whatever. Oh you know shit! What uh, damn! It was the one. It was like about multiple personalities, and oh, um, it wasn't Glass, but it was in that series. Crap! It was a, it was a good movie. Split. Split. That's oh, what it was. Yeah, it, yeah. it was it was kind of something like that. But yeah, that's trying to figure out how that goes, and then. So- <clears throat> that situation, the guy doesn't really have, he doesn't have mental health issues. No. He just has a general health issue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the, the things are happening in the, the way he is acting at that time. Isn't because of a mental health issue. It's because of, it's probably because of his channel getting changed so many times. You know what I mean? Cause that's like all your neurons firing all at once. Well, I guess it could be a mental health issue. I mean, but <clears throat> mental health even take him, if he's still actively in well, that cycle of uh, what I'm saying, mental health issue, not the mental health that we deal with. Right. Like he's got a chemical imbalance in his brain or whatever that's causing him to seize. And then it really messes with his, mm. whatever's going on. And then he, after his seizure, he like levels back out and it normalizes. And then he's like, well, what the hell happened? Yeah. Because when he comes out that, like, when he would come out of it, he had that, like, what the hell am I doing here look. Like, he just woke up somewhere and was like, yeah. why am I outside? Does he drink or anything? No. no. Drugs? No. Uh, not, that, not that we know of. Hmm. I mean, I think I think he has a medical marijuana card. But, I mean, that's that's pretty commonplace nowadays. I mean, you would think that that would help with the seizures. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. It's the the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's the bad. And like when he's in that freaking that pissed off phase, like he will come at you, bro. Like if he says get back, or get away from him. I mean, he will. It's yeah, he will come at you. And when he's and so, when he's not, you know, having the seizures and everything. I mean, he's normal guy. He's pretty fine. cool. Yeah, I mean, he's cool. Cool as a fan. I mean, does this happen all the time, though? No. Hmm. It's, I'd say it's probably been about four or five months since the last mm-hmm. one. But then he'll have, yeah. And usually, like like he said, usually when he's having one, he'll when he comes out of it, he's that pissed off, get the F away from me, you know, cussing, snarling type thing, and then he'll come out of it and he'll be himself and... You know, and he's even come in after all that. He's he's come in and been like, oh, you know, I appreciate you coming out, you know, type stuff. And or he'll come in and apologize. Yeah, because people will have told him what what all happened. 
Does he have like a diagnosis or medicine that he takes? Or I don't even know. I know he's got several. Like he's got several different medications. I don't know what, but um, I know I remember uh, reacting. Something they're still trying to figure out. I guess. But and like the nurse, it's like trying to explain the, to the nurse that because she was like, "Well, we can't get near him. We can't do anything." And he's wanting to leave, and I'm like, "No, you cannot let him leave right now." And she's like. Well, if he doesn't want to be treated, you know, we're not going to keep him here. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I was like, wait a little bit, and he'll start actively seizing, and then he's going to come out either himself uh, or, like, a person that's, like, pleading to a higher power for more time. A child, I would the only way to describe it, because he, you know, wants his mom, and he's crying in a ball, or that freaking animalistic, animalistic thing. I was like, and he's probably in that deal i was like but give it a little bit and it'll happen and she like trying to explain somebody what you just witnessed they don't believe it yeah Mm -mm. they're not gonna believe it until they see it for themselves yeah so but i mean luckily i mean right now he's doing all right and like i said it wasn't necessarily you know the that end of it it was just the after effects that all right me so while i was gone what kind of shit were y'all talking uh we just said you had to go powder your nose yeah and you oh. tinkle okay i kind of left it open there and i figured you guys would have all kinds of shit to say in the powder room mm-hmm. so what do you got my statute statute time mm-hmm. okay once again i'm not an attorney this isn't legal advice This is talking about allowing passengers to ride outside the passenger compartment. No operator of a motor vehicle shall allow a passenger to ride outside the passenger compartment of the vehicle on the streets, highways, or turnpikes of this state, provided this section shall not apply to persons so riding on on private property or for parades or special events. Nor shall this section apply to passengers riding on the bed of a pickup truck. Mm. So, yes, you can ride in the bed of a pickup truck. That's the way I take it. It says, nor shall it apply to passengers riding on the bed of a pickup truck. Now, in that, does it give any kind of age for the bed of the pickup truck? Nope. Hmm. Hmm. But you would think that falls into the proper restraint and all that stuff Mm -hmm. wherever they're at they have to be properly restrained in that car seat or whatever Mm -hmm. but you know that's not the case and then people are like well what are they talking about and stuff and it's like have you ever been by high school and you see idiot teenagers with their feet on the running boards of the truck holding on to the top as they're driving around in there Mm -hmm. that's what the hell they're talking about we're getting up on the hood and shit but yeah a lot of people get that confused, but you can ride in the bed of a pickup in Oklahoma. I can. Because Oklahoma's the bomb. Yeah. I guess. You know it. <laughs> It'd be better if Renix wasn't here. Renix. the hell? He's getting blown up. He's probably the boss lady. No. How about where are you at? Uh, Well... I know you mentioned about a stupid criminal you had. Yep. 
I'll let you talk about that because the one I had from some dude in Oregon, I can't find it. Mm-hmm. So this happened in, it's going to be around March of 2012. So a teenage boy was arrested after he tried to rob a sex shop, but ended up filling out a job application and police tracked him down because he gave the clerk his real name. (laughs) Cody Connor walked into Cupid's Corner into Barry, Florida Wednesday afternoon and pulled out a gun and demanded money, according to police. Instead, the clerk, Cheryl Hunter, talked talked to the teen about why he decided to stick up the store. When he told her he needed money to help his grandparents pay their bills, she slyly offered to get him a job at the store. For a tense moment, the teen considered and then pocketed the pistol. They sat together as he filled out a job application for the sex shop, which specializes in skimpy lingerie. And the jackass put all his real information on it. (laughs) So there you go. Okay, you know... (laughs) You got to kind of feel for the kid because he says he's trying to get money to help his grandparents pay their bills. Right. But, you know, how slick of that. I mean, I mean, that's true. Offer the guy a job. Be like, well, why don't you just come to work and instead of trying to steal the shit from me? Yeah. But then you're like, <laughs> here's your sign. Oh, dude, you know, and you know, he was quick to fill that app out. <laughs> like, I feel like he chose that store for a specific reason. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Give me all your money, and also want all those Playboys. <laughs> and that yeah. one back there. And those edible panties. And those DVDs. <laughs> need all those DVDs. <laughs> kind of like uh, Larry the Cable Guy, where he talked about his girlfriend, brought home some edible panties. And he's like, it's pretty good. That tastes like strawberry. And then he said, if they come out the biscuits and gravy flavor, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Said he'd just sit back and eat them. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you know, I mean, that would be a, a pretty good job, kind of like my job scheme where I talked about going to work at Victoria's Secret and being that person that helps them size, you know. You know, they have employees there that help women find the right size for the bra. Yeah. Have you have you ever said this out loud, or are you fixing to be you, grounded when Tasha hears this? Have you talked this? with? No, I think I told Tasha about it. She we was okay there. with this? I think I told not. it on here before where they talked about she was in there talking about getting sized or whatever. And I was like looking at him. I go, so how does one fill out that application? Oh, I can see it now. This episode's going to drop and she's going to be like, you're a bastard. Yeah. Victoria's Secret? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm I'm always in trouble with her anyway. So I'm, I mean, might as well just say whatever's on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get her a car yet? No, not yet. Mm. I'm sure it'll happen. She just needs to go get it. But anyway, that's our time for today. So we're going to get out of here because I'm ready to go home. All right. All right. Thanks for listening and watching. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at code05.co. That's code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash code05. Be sure to use the digits 05. Thanks for listening to Code 0.5.